0: Welcome to the recap, a look back at what happened this week in state government. I'm Davion Daniels.
1: And I'm Macy Ellarrook. It was busy this week as lawmakers worked to get their bills out of committee. This week marked the first deadline in the legislative session. So any bills that were introduced in the House had to be heard in a House committee or they're dead for this session. Same in the Senate. Next, lawmakers have two weeks to get the bills that made it through the committee process heard on the floor either of the House or the Senate. One of the governor's priorities moves one step closer to the finish line.
0: If you watch the state of the state, you heard the governor say this.
2: The state's current civil service program is broken. High quality employees are forced into a system that doesn't maximize their professional growth and potential. Agency leaders have their hands tied in who they can hire and promote due to outdated restrictions. Today, I am calling for reform that requires all new hires in state government moving forward to be unclassified.
0: This week, legislation aimed at updating the rules for state employees cleared its first hurdle. ENN's Riley Eisenhower was there as the bill passed and explains what it means to the thousands of state workers.
1: Hi, my name is Riley Eisenhower with Epic News Network and I'm joined with Sterling Zerly from the Oklahoma Public Employees Association. So, tell us a bit about the Modernization Act.
3: Okay, uh, House Bill 3094 uh, that we passed out of the General Government today, it's a kind of a combination of work that we've done for several years trying to modernize the merit system. Uh, currently, we have employees who have a due process, uh, some do not. Uh, so about 65% of the workforce have due process, the other 35% does not. And this is trying to streamline this process to include all state employees having some sort of due process and shorten that due process uh, experience so we, we can get the employees back to work quicker or resolve these employment issues quicker. Thank you.
1: So what would be some benefits or some negatives that would come along with this act?
3: Uh, the benefit is currently sometimes it takes us, uh, you know, several months to get a, a, a resolution on a due process uh, component. We're trying to streamline that to a 30-day process. Uh, the benefits of this is to make sure that employees who provide law enforcement and who provide uh, does like federal funds, state funds to the recipients of Oklahoma, they have some sort of due process in place, so there's not any interference from uh, legislators or from outside influences to make them to have a decision that's not correct based on law.
1: Thank you. And personally, where is your stance on the act?
3: Uh, right now, it's, it's a work in progress. The title's off. Uh, we, we like the progress we're making because we do need to modernize the system. It's not been modernized since 1982. Uh, so far, we've had a, a lot of great conversation with Representative Osborne on the House side and in the governor's office, so we're making some progress. So, so far, uh, everything's working pretty well, and we, there's still a lot of components we need to put in place, like the hiring process, how is that going to look? We want to make sure the best qualified individuals are hired for the state, not because they know someone and, or they're, they're, a legislator refers them to be hired. We need to make sure we have the best qualified employees, and that's going to be another component of the bill going forward.
1: Thank you, Sterling. Now back to you guys.
0: The bill to reform civil service now heads to the full house, but both lawmakers and the OPEA say there will be more work in the meantime, and there could be more changes to the legislation as it moves forward.
1: Women in Oklahoma die when delivering babies at a higher rate than most other states and the reality is they don't have to. That's the message behind House Bill 3088. If Oklahoma has taken a stance to support pro-life policies, then let's start with protecting the lives of our most vulnerable. Pro-life means making the choice for the whole life. It is not okay for Oklahoma to be ranked 47th in the nation in the deaths of our babies and our mothers.
4: Black women are three to four times more likely to die from pregnancy-related causes than white women are. Native American and Alaskan Native pregnant women are over two times more likely to die than white women. That's led some to theorize that ultimately this disparity um, is at least partly caused by institutional racism in our society and our healthcare system, conscious or unconscious. So, about half of maternal deaths are from preventable causes.
1: If approved, the bill would require hospitals and birthing centers to train their staff about cultural and racial bias and work to ensure every mother is treated the same regardless of race or cultural identity. Big topics in education this week include a measure that would impact virtual charter schools like our school, Epic Charter Schools.
0: To explain the biggest bills impacting education this week, here's ENN's Kenzie Watson.
1: Improving education and educational
4: outcomes for all students, including virtual charter school students, is a priority this session. House Bill 2905 by Representative Sheila Dills would only allow students to transfer to one virtual school during the school year and would prohibit transfer to another school without approval of both the sending and receiving school. State Superintendent Joy Hofmeister said the bill is a step in the right direction. She added, these schools meet a legitimate educational need for many students, but we know policy has struggled to keep pace with the virtual model. The House Education Committee also approved a bill that would give the State Department of Education subpoena power. The state superintendent says the power is needed to conduct investigations into public schools to ensure accountability of all tax dollars. Critics of the legislation say the Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigation already has that power and this bill is unnecessary. All these bills will now head to the full
1: House for consideration.
0: Thanks, Kenzie. Those bills will be added to the others this show has highlighted this year.
1: And now for other priorities this session. We go to e Abby Nichols with our new Lawmaker of the Week.
4: Hi, I'm Abby Nichols, and I'm here with Senator Dave Rader. So what are your personal priorities right now?
2: This job, you're, you're always thinking about what's best for the state of Oklahoma. And so even though we deal with hundreds of bills, it's always in the back of your mind. Some bills are a little bit... Uh, more important than, than others, and by that I mean it affects more people on that. So uh, those uh, those bills always take your attention and, and should become uh, more um, visible to the people, uh, especially those that are paying attention. The ones that, that I've been working on, I've, I've been working on um, uh, adjusting parts of a, uh, a huge opioid uh, reduction bill that we've run the past two years and each year we have to um, make adjustments uh, to that that bill because as, as specific as you think that you are there's always something that comes up so we, we've run two bills this year to try to um, uh, keep the number of opioid pills down in Oklahoma and we've already made um, progress on that we last uh, data I saw that we were twenty eight percent fewer appeals than we were like 12 and 18 months ago, which is, has been huge. But at the same time, there's been some chronically ill, chronically pain patients that have not been served well. So we had to tweak the law a little bit for that. So that's been important uh, to me. We we have some uh, tax incentive um, measures that, that should help. Um, one is gonna help uh, low um, access, low opportunity areas. Another one is, uh, is kind of a, um, it's not unique, but it's unusual in that it, it, it's going to allow for private monies to meet with public monies uh, to come together and help build a workforce for certain industries. Um, and so the private companies will work with maybe a career tech or something like that to maybe uh, set up a shop or something so they can train workers. Really really yeah. neat idea. So I, I like doing those things that try to help spur our economy and uh, do some things like that and then when it's all said and done one of the bills that I'm having the uh, um, good fortune to the author is a bill that is going to determine the ownership of produced water and produced water is the water that comes up from drilling uh, for um, oil or gas and so if we can take that produced water and recycle it and reuse it again either to reuse it for drilling once again or to uh, to clean it up to where it could be uh, placed on crops or even enough that um, a cattleman can use it uh, for their cattle or horsemen for their horses and that would, that would be a benefit. but Oklahoma could become a leader in recycling water from produced uh, from production sites on that. So those are those are a few of them. And again, you're talking, to a politician, that you ask one question, and we can go 30 minutes. Right. So, so yeah. I apologize for that.
1: No. Uh, so, what does like a normal day
2: look like? For you? Well, I don't think there's a normal day. Uh, I mean, when for me anyway, when I walk in the building, I I know what my schedule is, or I'm reviewing my schedule. But um, things change a uh, lot. Like today, uh, I was um, we we were going to uh, have the opportunity to present a bill on the floor. Uh, which means all the Senate votes on it. Well, things changed, and we went into another meeting, and that meeting almost went two hours. or pushed another meeting back, which uh, caused me to cancel a lunch, which means then I had to uh, go meet with somebody else. And then we had the meeting that was moved back, which jumped into almost the uh, next meeting. And so we had all these meetings come together and just change our schedule all, all the way around. Now, we accomplished the things that we knew we were going to accomplish, but the timing of it changed on that and then while we're out there are people calling um situations changing and so working with Celia and you, she is just so good at managing our, our office and she'll have a list of prioritization items that that we need to discuss and see how we can end the week on good fashion to do that so all these comes up and then you call And you say, can I come by? And so that wasn't on my calendar today. So this is a really, really pleasant disruption to my calendar. So I'm glad you came by.
1: Thanks, Abby. And thank you for joining us this week.
0: Don't forget to check out our website for more stories from the Capitol and all around Oklahoma.